0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $100 at Winbet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. <laughs> That's the first time I've seen that. Uh, Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, a network where Sean and Ryan are rightly having a little flex in smell of themselves. Uh, My name is Malcolm Bamford, Uh, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is... Uh October the nineteenth. It is Wednesday, October the nineteenth. And we are here. It's a nice early show again because we got loads of stuff going on. The timings keep trying to catch us out. Uh but along with the machine, Mr. Moonath Manji, we are right in front of everything. Moonath, how you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing well. Um uh, I was gonna make a note about Sean and Ryan, but I completely just forgot about it in like two seconds. But it's been exciting baseball, Malcolm, I'll say that much. Um, I- I've been glued to it. It's been a lot of fun so far. We're down to the final four teams. Uh, I haven't been on the pod in a little while, but I'm excited to talk about it with you here on today's pod. So, um, yeah, NLCS game one went off last night, and then Yankees advance, but we'll get into it in a second. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really been exciting. Um, the You might notice if you're joining us on the podcast, uh on the live stream, on Twitter, on YouTube, that it's daylight. So I'm, I'm having a lovely time um, handicapping these games in the middle of the day for me. It's been a complete switcheroo. Uh, you and Nora and Dylan have had to kind of work around our schedules because with the rain out, um, there was no rest day here. So the Yankees advanced last night, but they're going straight into their series. So we're going to preview um the ALCS series. We are then going to look at the game one between the Yankees and the Astros and game two between the Phillies and the Padres, which goes off tonight as well. So we'll get in front of all of those uh, three things. But yeah, so start last night. Let's start with the Yankees moon off. Um, I think to me, it really it kind of went to form last night. It was very, it went to the script, which pretty much everyone gave out. Uh, myself and Noah talked about, I think we handicapped the game really well. I felt a little bit unlucky not to cash the um the over seven because the, there was runs on the board pretty early on. I know Megan knew a little bit of back and forth on Twitter about it. Um, but I couldn't, uh, and and I was sitting, when, when the score was, what, 5-1 relatively early, I was sitting dead comfortable. Um, and then they just couldn't get another another run over the line. But um, Savali went out of the game early, we called that. Nesta didn't go too deep on short rest. But the I think the main upshot was that Cleveland, the small ball, just never really got going the entire Um, playoffs, even though they won more games than a lot of people expected them to, they never really got going at all Um, so a little bit of a they went out with a bit of a whimper Cleveland really, but uh, New York York held them at arms, length. they scored runs quickly, they scored them in little bunches uh, the Stanton home run for example so yeah, I think New York were just about deserved winners, even though they kind of fell over the finish line
1: Yeah, and I think we talked about it when we, you know, previewed the Guardians and Yankees series was that I I had serious concerns about the Guardians offense. And it showed over the last two games for them where they only, you know, combined to score three runs in about, what, 18 innings there. And they had a miraculous comeback in the bottom of the ninth. So this could have been a shorter series if the Yankees were able to close the door in that series or sorry, in that game. But. You know, give credit to the Yankees. They they got out in front early. I think Boone did a pretty decent job of uh, you know managing the pitching and and making sure to get those outs for them to advance uh, to the ALCS against the Astros. And look, this Guardians team. I, I, I admitted this, and I'll admit it again. I was dead wrong about this team when we were doing the division previews when the mm-hmm. season started. That I thought their pitching was not going to be good enough, but. No, Cal Control in the, in the final, what, 16, 17 games here was absolutely amazing. Justin Bieber did his thing in the postseason as well. So, Justin? Oh, sorry, Justin Bieber. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Shane Bieber, Shane Bieber, taking a page out of Bob Costas. As oh, a, I enjoyed um, that movie. There. I thought it was good. <laughs> um, it's Shane Beaver, I'm sorry. Uh, you know why? Because I had to do an article and I wrote about Justin Verlander. <laughs> <laughs> <wait>. about <laughs> yeah, that card uh, But yeah, Shane Beaver looked great. You know, he, he this, te- this team will be back next season for sure. I think they if they add another couple bats bats uh, into this lineup, I think this team will be back competing in that AL Central again.
0: I think they had 15... Um, debutants during the course of the season uh, which is a hell of a lot um, yeah you can, maybe you can expect teams down the bottom to be trotting out a load of rookies to give them some time but for a team who were competing yeah Cleveland were great um, but yeah they just came up a little bit short and we did see um, I don't know I was high on Jose Ramirez saying they needed a big botter in the team but apart from that the other bits and bobs just didn't really work um they never got much out of the Jimenez and Quan and Rosario. Oh, they did got stuff, but not enough. It, I don't think it was ever going to be enough. Uh, moving on to Philly and San Diego at game one. Um, Pitching and duel, and uh, Philly just keep on winning, Muda.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, this team. It's fine. They're hot right now. Is what I'm trying to say. Is and both on the offensive side and the batting, and especially the pitching. Uh, I don't think we're gonna giving enough credit to Zach Wheeler and what he's been able to do in this uh, postseason so far for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, you know, two mistakes made by you Darvish last night, but that's outside of that. You know, he's been fantastic as well. But Zach Wheeler's just been that much better for this Phillies team. And and you know, when we get to the postseason, Malcolm stars shine. And Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber did their thing last night. Two was good enough last night for them. But, again, I think it was more that Zach Wheeler was absolutely fantastic last night for the um, Philadelphia Fizz. I'm trying to pull up his game log from last night. Yeah, seven innings pitched, only allowed one hit uh, to the uh, San Diego Padres. Eight strikeouts he had in that game. 83 pitches. So very economical, Malcolm, last night. Uh, Only allowing one hit to this San Diego offense that was, you know, hot against that uh, against the Dodgers pitching as well. But for them to to this pitching staff to do that, that, that's a great win for them. One down, three more to go for them. But I think this is going to be a fun series as well as well uh, as the ALCS.
0: Yeah, you, uh, Wheeler absolutely shut them down. You were spot on with your K props. We, we were scratching our heads why it was four and a half and not yeah. five or five and a half. And what did he get to nine in the end? He got to, yeah. He got eight in seven. Eight. and Eight. Yeah. So he pretty much doubled it. So yeah, that was a lovely move. Um, the uh, kind of Schwarber's home run was preposterous. Oh. But the uh, that was the longest home run in Petco Park history, Moona. No one set a bigger home run in Petco Park than that one last night. Was it 484, I think? Uh, Four, about, 488. 488 at about yeah. 2 million miles an hour off the bat. One <laughs> um, sort of disappointed. Uh, just to touch on the um, the DFS lineup that myself and Noah gave out, we gave out two lineups. I don't know how Noah got on. Uh, but mine cash. I won three times. My um, stake, and it was on the back of playing the pitch and duel. we got both pitchers right here. Uh, we played the pitch and duel. Um, Darvish and Wheeler, and then uh, Giancarlo Stanton as well. There wasn't many. There wasn't much offense last night, so he needed one of the one of the home run hitters and had the best one in there. So, if you listen to the DFS shows, I think that's four for four now uh, that we've cashed on. So uh, we'll try and keep that going as the playoffs continue. Um, so we will get on to handicap and first see this ALCF series. The lines that we're going to give you um, from our premium sponsor. Here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, which is WinBet. Uh, the perfect time to join WinBet is now. New customers get a $100 bet when they place a $100 bet. The WinBet Casino is open 24 hours a day. There's a 100% deposit bonus there, up to 1,000 bucks. And WinBet's biggest winners club, uh, whoever hits the biggest parley on WinBet, odds-wise, gets a $1,000 free bet. That is truly a Gen's only move. Uh, loads to choose from. Get to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today, offer subject to change C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you are someone who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, the ALCS Moon app starts tonight uh what time it's a 7:37 eastern first pitch uh for the series uh the new york yankees are plus 170 the houston astros are minus 150 um you can lead us off off what you got
1: yeah this is a, a repeat of the ALCS i think from a couple years ago where you know jose altuve hit that home run and the whole controversy started about the buzzer and whatnot but I don't want to get into that. But again, you know, this is going to be a fun series. Obviously, the two most popular teams uh, in the American League. Maybe you could throw the Red Sox in that conversation. But as far as teams that I guess people want to see battling it out, I I think these are the two teams outside of the Red Sox and the Yankees. But, you know, it's going to be a fun series. I I do think that the Astros have the pitching advantage in this series. And I think it's by a mile. I know Verlander uh, in game one against the Mariners had a rough outing, but when we talk about Verlander, we talk about uh, Lance McCullers. We talk about uh, Luis Garcia, um, Framber Valdez, uh, Jose Arcady, Christian Javier. There's, there's five guys that I just named for this pitching rotation that can, and two of those guys can come out of the bullpen for you as well. I'm not uh, outside of Garrett Cole, I think there's question marks. I know Nestor Cortez had a great uh, pitching series as well for the um, New, York, New York Yankees, but I, I'm just more confident in this uh, pitching rotation or pitching staff for the Houston Astros uh, and the bullpen as well. So I think that's where Astros do have the advantage. Uh, we talked about the batting orders as well. Uh, I think Houston is just more deeper from one to five, one to six compared to the New York Yankees. I mean, I don't had that home run last night. Um, for the for the Yankees, I pretty much sealed the deal for them. Aaron Judge hit one last night as well, but he he struggled in that in the first couple games there against the Cleveland Guardians there, Malcolm. So for me, and I, again, it's gonna sound like a homer pick, but I, I'm mm-hmm. going with the Astros. It's it's I think it's gonna be probably in five or six games for the Houston Astros. Um, I'm expecting Verlander to have a big game here tonight in Game One. We can talk about Game One in a second here, but at least for the series, Malcolm, I do like the Astros to advance to the World Series.
0: Well, I think when it was making you do in the show, I thought it was fairly obvious that I think you were going to make a case for the Houston Astros, and I've been on the Yankees all season, and I think it's probably uh, good for the show that I'll make the I'll make the case for the New York Yankees. So, um, if anybody wants to take either side, that you can make a case for them. The problem I think the Yankees have, or the main problem that the Yankees have, uh, and the thing that makes the difference in the odds so stark is that you're going to have to, they're going to have to try out Jameson Tyone twice here. Um, so game one tonight, um, just which is a, a feature of playoff baseball and is also a feature of the the weather issues that they've had. So, um, And that puts them really in a spot um, because either they're going to have to try and fluke a win out of one of those two or they're going to have to win then four of the other Five games, which makes it really tricky. Um, I think I've got uh, Garrett Cole ready to go tomorrow. Uh, he'll go in Thursday's game. So it looks like Tyone Cole, then they get the day off. And then the weekend at home, Severino and Cortez, um, mm-hmm. which I've got no huge re- problem with. Uh, Houston will go Verlander, Valdez. And then at the weekend on the road, they'll, I think they'll go McCullers and Christian Javier. Um, uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, A thumbs yeah. up from Munaf. Yeah, let me um, let me double check that while you talk about the Yankees. So I think almost, and uh, the Yankees can almost punt game one. Or not they're going to, because there's, there's two ways this can happen. They're either going to, they've traveled today. Everyone's talking about the hotel, the plane situation. They're getting on the plane, smelling the champagne, this kind of thing. Um, but they could easily just walk walk off the plane straight into the clubhouse and say, "Yeah, come on, let's go." Dogging the fight, there are there are a bunch of professional athletes, and there's, there's a lot of um, big game players in there. I think Stanton and Judge have got the most um, home runs in in deciding uh, elimination games. So you they, they've got some clutch players in there. Or oh, if the Yankees just not. They're not intentionally going to punt this game, but they might just be dropped off a little bit. They then need to win two of the next three for me. But they can win any game behind Garrett Cole. Um, and then you've got Severino or Cortes. So I think by the time Sunday night comes around, this could be at 2-2. Um, if they win the Garrett Cole start and then one of the Severino or Cortes starts, which they could do easily against McCullough or Javier. So we go into Sunday night at 2-2. And then it's up for grabs. So, yeah, give me the Yankees at plus 170 and give me the Yankees in seven at plus 500.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think tonight, and we'll talk about game one here. So I guess if we just transition to game one, I think it's a very tough spot for them, right? Obviously, they're coming off of the game one, or sorry, game five victory of the Guardians. They celebrated last night. You know, they had the... I, I didn't see the celebration if they were actually celebrating last night. But, you know, it was it's very
0: – it was very moon we off it was.
1: Yeah, it, it's a very just quick turnaround for them, right? Going from game five victory, getting on the plane, traveling down to Houston, getting into Houston, getting to the hotel. And now you have a game one to go up against, oh, probably the Cy Young Award winner in the American League for this season and Justin Verlander. And, you know, Verlander is going to be very motivated tonight to pitch a great game because what I mentioned earlier is that he just looked – he was having – uh location issues in game one against the seattle mariners and we i think he gave up six earned runs to them but um i expect him to bounce back here tonight and I, again this is a rested astros team they haven't played for a few days I mean, maybe we talk about rust versus rest here um i think that it, it the advantage is going to be for the astros at least in game one like you mentioned um so I think they get game one here tonight. As far as the series, yeah, give me the Astros in I'll go in six games. This is a 2-3-2 two, two format, so it's going to be two in Houston, uh, I think three in, uh, then in New York, and then they come back for two That's in right. uh, Houston. So I think that if the Astros – I think the key thing for the Yankees is going to be, hey, okay, maybe they don't get game one, but I think game two is a must win for them because I think they're going to have to win. If they don't, they're going to have to win three straight games in New York to give themselves a chance to win this series. So, and then you look at it from the Houston side and let's say, Hey, Houston takes care of business. Um, They get the first two games. They go to New York. They steal one of the three games there. And then now you have game six and seven, possibly on their home field to clinch um, a ticket to the world series. So, I'm going to go uh, Astros in six here. I'm not sure if you see that price in front of you there, Malcolm. Uh, Yeah, plus 400, Munaf. Okay, yeah, so I'll take that. Astros in six and for them to advance in the World Series. And did you give us a game one uh, pick there, Munaf? Yeah, game one. uh, I'm currently seeing lines uh, right now. Let's see, over on win bet. um, Minus 172 for the uh, Astros on the money line. But I'm going to go even further. I'm going to take the run line here. Give me the minus one and a half, plus one twenty five. I think that Verlander, like I mentioned, will come out and pitch a great game. Jamison Tyone has struggled, uh, or I know he it's only been one appearance against the Guardians where he did struggle, but overall in his career, I believe as he uh, since he joined the Yankees as a pitcher, I know he has struggled against the Astros. And let me double check that because there was one game when I was looking at this earlier. I'm sorry uh, that he did allow six. Yeah, earlier this year on June 23rd against the Astros. Uh, he went five and two thirds innings against the Astros. He gave up six earned runs, 10 hits. Two of them were home runs and only had three strikeouts in that game. So I think he does struggle here. I think the Astros get off to an early start. They put up some early runs, maybe within that first or second inning. And then I think Justin Verlander's cruises after that. I also do like Justin Verlander over five and a half strikeouts here today, Malcolm. So Astros run line for me. Minus one and a half, plus one twenty-five, and then uh Justin Verlander over five and a half strikeouts.
0: What line did you say you had the the money line at for Houston Moon off? One minus one seventy-two. I see minus one seventy-two over on WinBet right now. Well, oh, Moon off, my local here is at minus one forty-five for the Houston Astros on the money line. Um with the Yankees at plus one sixty. So yeah, little little uh little disparity there, Moon off. If you want to shovel yeah. over this month's mortgage, I can get that on for you. Um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Dione's just the worries. He consistently gives up kind of two or more runs. And I think they'll let him go as well tonight because they'll just want him, like I said, the possibility of this them punting this game and getting the bullpen rested. Um, He gives up a lot of home runs as well. So if you wanted to play some little pizza bets on home run props, uh, get your get your break mids and your Jordans in there. Volander um, did get hit last time. Um, But I think even if Volander does go really, really well, the... New York score runs in bunches. We've said they score fast. Like Stanton last night gets that, one. all of a sudden they got three runs on the board. It was pretty much all the offense they had, apart from uh, Judge's Judge's solo shot. Um, so I thought the total here at seven was a was a reasonable bet because I do expect the Astros to be able to put up maybe three or four off Tyone, and and then if the Yankees can basically get one scoring hit, um, which they're more than capable of. You know that lineup. Um I thought we could get this over seven. Um, Houston had the best run-line record in the league, Munaf, yeah. uh, last season, um, mm-hmm. which is going to make me take the exact same pick as yourself. Houston on the run-line. That is the same price. I've got plus 125 here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take two. I've got two two leans here. First, the over seven. Uh, and secondly, Houston on the run-line um, at plus 125. I can't um,
1: see, I'm sorry, um, Astros team total at three and a half. Oh, nice. I think they could get four runs here tonight easily.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I fully agree with you there, Moonaf. So, um, yeah, it's a three or four lanes. They're all sort of Houston based, but I do think the Yankees can chip in as well. Um, we'll get onto the National League Championship Series game two. Uh Presently, once I've told you about no house advantage, changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Uh, pick Pick'em Contest versus other people, you can win over 250000 Download the app, choose your contest, climb the leaderboard to win that big money. Uh, NFL, NBA, MLB, you name it, it's all on there. SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the App Store to get a first deposit match up to $25. That's SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com. Babbel.com, oh, I know people like to hear a little bit of French when I do my Babbel read. We set un stilo dans la bibliothèque. yeah. I mean, I could take them into some of the Urdu that we've been chatting. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I was going to mention that. Yeah, no, this is a family show, <laughs> Uh You've taught me nothing but swear words on that. Um, so if you want to learn a lot of um, Urdu swear words, Babbel is the exact app for you. Um, So you can, up to 14 different languages, I don't even think Urdu's on there really, Spanish, French, Italian, German, all the big boys are on there. You get a 20-day money-back guarantee and lots of fun ways of learning. This is the thing, Um, things like podcasts and games, uh, live classes, videos, stories. Um, So yeah, scientifically proven method to be effective and you can be up and running, uh, learning your new language in as little as three weeks. Uh, whether or not you want to just impress a girl down the local pub or something like that, uh, it's all important. So if you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash SGP, babble.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble is language for life. Tribune. Uh, Fubo TV, all your college and pro football, NFL red zone, no contract, no commitment. Cancel at any time you can get Fubo TV free for seven days and 15% off your first month. Go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. And finally, Odds Trader, the place where A, compare all the odds, get the best value for your money, and then different sign up codes and promos. Once you've got all that, handicapping, weather stats, player stats, key game stats, play by play, you name it, is all at oddstrader.com blue wire. Odds Trader is the number one site for all of your game day bets. Okay, so NLCS game two tonight is a. 4:35 Eastern, first pitch between the Phillies and the Padres, where Aaron Nola will draw the start for the Phillies. Blake Snell, left-handed pitcher, goes for the San Diego Padres. The Philadelphia Phillies are minus 105. Padres minus 114. Tolia is set at six and a half. Uh, moon half taken away. Phillies at Padres game two.
1: Yeah, Blake Snell uh had a I think a, a pretty good outing against the Dodgers and I was trying to I was looking up the uh Phillies numbers against left-handed pitching this season and they're actually pretty good against left-handed pitching. Um I'll quickly just go through some of the the team numbers here. So team batting average against left-handed pitching, Phillies number 3 this season, uh on-base percentage number 4, slugging they were number 6, OPS they were number 5. So Definitely, uh, they were top 10 in most of those statistical categories against left-handed pitching. Looking at WRC+, plus, you know I like that stat. They ranked number six against uh, left-handed pitching on uh, the span of the season. Blake Snell did have two starts this season against the Phillies, and they were not very good, Malcolm. 0-2 with a 6.75 ERA. He only had nine strikeouts in those two appearances against the Phillies. The Phillies uh, went on to win those games by a score of 3-0, and 4-2, uh, to two. so they uh, won the game uh, outright, obviously, but also they covered the run line in those games as well. And Blake Snell, in one of those starts, three and two-thirds only went three... Uh, sorry, three and two-thirds uh, allowed three earned runs, and then five and two-thirds allowed four earned runs. Did have at least two walks in both of those games and gave up the long bomb in both of those games. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see who we give it up to. I'll dig into that in a second here. But Aaron Nola... On the mound for the Phillies, Um, he did have one start this season against them. It did result in a loss, but he pitched absolutely fantastic in that game. Seven innings, seven hits, only allowed one earned run. And he's had two starts against the Phillies over the past two seasons, one last season and one this season. And in both of those games, Malcolm, he had double-digit strikeouts uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies. And I know uh Nola had has has been pretty good this postseason as well. And I'm trying to pull up his numbers for this postseason here. Give me one second. Yeah. Um, pr-
0: pr- pretty good splitting it, Down Muna.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Two and zero uh with a He's only, he hasn't given up any earned runs. Correct. Yeah. I, was,
0: I was waiting for that. Yeah, it's, all, it's, all, it's all duck
1: eggs next to his name. Yeah. 12 and two thirds. He had six strikeouts in each of his starts. One was against the Cardinals and one was against the Braves. So I, again, Malcolm, just based off of what we're looking at right now for this Phillies team, I think we got to go back to our analogy of you see red on that roulette board. Are you going to be <laughs> that guy that goes beds black? I'm not. I like the Phillies here tonight to take a 2 0 lead, especially the success that they have against left handed pitching, the great form that Aaron Nola is in. I think the Phillies take a 2 0 lead in this series and in, in this NLCS series, Malcolm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I completely and utterly agree with you. Aaron um, Nola, I mean, yeah, zero and run so far in the playoffs. He's ranked top 10 in every. Um, Category that you want, you could possibly imagine. Noah's name is up there. He's been absolutely outstanding. Um, he is, was dominant last time in his last start against San Diego. Um, he's actually uh, upped his. I was. I had some MLB Network stuff on before, and yeah. the, he's upped his uh, fastball usage against uh, the San Diego Padres, which, which made a massive difference. Way up as well to sixty five percent from round about fifty percent. Um, something that Zach Wheeler did last night Um, so they're kind of mimicking the same thing uh, and it worked for them so there's no reason uh, why it can't can't work again and just getting ahead in the count all the time Um, Blake Snell's been better he's still hard to watch he's a really tricky watch Blake Snell like Um, he this is the first time he's going to see um, Bryce Harper since he fractured his thumb last time. So I know you like your revenge spot, Moon. That's why I haven't I can't believe you haven't trotted out the uh, the Bryce Harper revenge spot games? Uh, Bryce Harper's homered in three straight games as well. Uh, I think he's going for a bit of a record tonight. So um, <clears throat> one little side we haven't mentioned is the Nola versus Nola thing going on tonight. Yeah, uh, Aaron Nola against Austin Nola. I saw that uh, Mister Nola, Daddy Nola, had both shirts on last night. He had his. Uh, Padre Padre's shirt underneath his Philly shirt. And he's going to swap them round tonight. He's going to have the Philly shirt um underneath the Padre shirt, I think. Um, but yeah, Austin's one for three off Aaron so far. Um, but yeah, just a hot team. You've got to write the hot hand. Uh everything they do is turn to goal. They have had lots of blue pits dropping in. Last night was nothing about blue pits dropping in. It was about hard hits going out. Um, so Philly at minus 105 Moonaf. I think it's a cracking price, and yeah, well, I'll, I'll put my money. I'll be pushing my chips off that little red segment again.
1: Yeah, and also I like Aaron Nola's strikeouts. I currently see listed at uh, five and a half. You um, like I mentioned in the two starts in the postseason against the Cardinals and the Braves, he had six in each of those starts. And then uh, in this two previous starts, back dating back to last season and this season, double-digit strikeouts in both of those games for Aranola. So I'm going to also go over five and a half strikeouts uh, for Aranola in this game as well.
0: Excellent. Um, and I think, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've handicapped everything we've got handicapped. Do you want to recap any, any big picks, particularly, Munaf?
1: Um, no, I, I like both pitchers on the mound that we're backing here. I'll, I'll keep it simple. Astros run line minus one and a half, plus one twenty five. Uh, if you want to bet the team total for the Astros, I like that at three and a half as well. And then Jester Verlander over five and a half strikeouts. And then also like the in the NLCS game two Phillies money line, and then also Aaron Nola over five and a half strikeouts.
0: Okay, yeah, I've got the same, pretty much the same picks as you. Philly to win, um, Houston on the run line. I did throw in the total of over seven. because I just think with one swing of the back, Yankees could add two or three onto that total. I think Houston are going to score four or five. You mentioned the Houston team total. Um, yeah, and we got on opposite sides of the series for Houston and New York, mainly uh, played devil's advocate. But yeah, Yankees in seven for me, and you've got Houston in six. Um, I, Moonaf. I'm going to go and run upstairs, put a pair of pants on, and I'm going to go to the pub. And have a couple of pints. I'm off to watch Newcastle v. Everton, which kicks off in two and a half hours from now, uh, which leaves me enough time. We will have three or four premium lagers uh, and go and enjoy. I hate Everton as well. Moon after right on top of my list. They're up there with probably Liverpool, Man United, and then Everton really? are up there. Oh yeah, they've got the. Do you know the little goalkeeper? Stupid little Jordan Pickford with his uh-huh. little dinosaur arms. Yeah, <laughs> he used to play. For, yeah, he used to play. Did you like that impression? Another yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I know it's not great for a podcast, but I did a very good impression of a T Rexer. Um, yeah, he used to play for Sunderland, our main rivals. Um, last season, when we played them, a fella turned up, a supporter in a full T-Rex outfit, and sat behind the goal. And just, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. I'll find you a, I'll find you a photo, and I would send it across. We can tweet that out. Uh, so yeah, um, and we've got a good song about it, having him, uh, him having little arms. So a few beers, and I'm going to sing the little arm song for a couple of hours. Hopefully, so the T-Rex uh, you be back the-
1: for the game today. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: you gotta go got to go find little- him and take a picture with him then.
0: Yeah, well, uh, one soccer bet is Chelsea team total tonight moon off. Chelsea will score um over one and a half goals away at Brentford at minus 120. So fill your boots on that. Uh, okay. What are you doing for the rest of the day? You doing a million things at once?
1: Oh, yeah, it's, it's Sports-tober, Malcolm. So NBA started uh, last night. We only had two games, but uh, full schedule of NBA games tonight. I think we have at least 10 or 11 games tonight. Uh, so looking out, look out for the NBA. Pod. I don't know, Scott and Terrell are doing that. And then PropCats, uh pro- for our prop bettors uh we'll do the nfl thursday night player props with myself and rod and then uh me and scott will do some nba player props here tonight so player props off to a good start for me last night in the nba went three and two um we d- i did pretty good in the mlb last night with the under in the phillies and the padres first five and then the uh zach wheeler strikeouts we talked about so nice if you're, if you're a prop better come on over to the propcast, listen to us uh hopefully we can put some more money in your pockets as well and the Action. referee report malcolm
0: oh the ref report I love the ref report absolutely adore the ref report might be my best thing on SGP and the ref report um, thanks for enough. that was fun uh, it's great. nice to see you during the day um, I can uh, yeah I'll head off to the pub get some beers down me and when I come back look forward to watching some baseball so good luck with all your bets um, we'll be back tomorrow uh, to handicap whatever's going on um, in the meantime uh, we'll see you down the road cheers